Okay, guys, so I'm super excited, right? Because we are just 100 and some days away from the Women's Entrepreneurs Brunch 2020. And if you know, then you already know that I am the creator and founder of the Women's Entrepreneurs Brunch platform. When I created the platform, it was designed for caring and inspiring entrepreneurs as well as women in business. The mission of the Entrepreneurs Brunch is to create an environment for women of various levels of business and entrepreneurship to network and grow their net worth, become further educated on entrepreneurship and business by the hand-selected speakers and panels that I select, um, and lastly, to leave inspired by the women they've encountered. Um, traditionally, the Women's Entrepreneurs Brunch is in the month of March, honoring Women's Month, and of course, it will be like that in the year 2020 yet again when we have our three-day conference. March 13th through the 15th, 2020. So yeah, this year coming up, the we are debuting the conference, which is a biannual conference. So you won't be able to get this conference every year, but it will be biannual and it will be in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. So make sure you guys are in attendance. I will place the link to the tickets in the bio of our well, description tab for the podcast. And keep in mind that we do have payment plans on two of our packages and you can get your business bestie ticket for the price of a general admission ticket. So you get two tickets basically for one, you know, buy one, get one free, basically that what we have going on. We'll have over 12 panels. We'll have 30 vendors, live performances, notable speakers, like, you don't want to miss it. And it is going to be the largest women's conference DC has seen. So wherever you are, make sure you join us March 13th through the 15th in Washington, DC. Like I said, get your tickets. The link is located within the description. So there is no excuse. There is no reason that you bossy friends are um, not going to be in attendance because you heard it here first from me. And yeah, so let's get into our episode. And I'm so fussy, and I so, I'm independent, got my own, and I'm so fussy, and I'm, and I'm so fussy. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Your Bossiest Friend, the podcast with your bossiest friend, the Milan Mobley, and as we know, that's T-H-E-E-M-I-L-A-N-M-O-B-L-E-Y on Instagram and Twitter, and Milan Mobley on Facebook, so make sure you guys follow me if you aren't, and if you want somebody to follow me, just share that information with them. Last week was Work, Pray, Slay weekend, and when I say I'm so full still from Work, Pray, Slay, this is my second year attending, but my first year actually doing PR for the event. And when I say it was such a dream come true, the women, the production, everything was so fulfilling. I'm so excited for next year. And hopefully I'll be back again as PR for next year. But if not, I definitely look forward to attending. I think that Work, Pray, Slay is definitely a conference that everyone should attend. I think it definitely is top five, if not top three um, conferences that I've ever been to. So definitely make sure you guys visit WorkPraySlay.com and WorkPraySlay on Instagram and check it out. But outside of that, I am just so excited for this new season of Your Bossiest Friend, um, the podcast. So season one, you know, we talked about sacrifices and unsold secrets. This season, we are talking about manifesting your mindset. And you guys probably have seen me mention this and reference this so much on social media lately because it's been such a driving force in my life. And one of the reasons why I was able to do PR for Workplace Day is because that was something that I put in my mind and I allowed it to manifest with, of course, working behind it. I know a lot of times we think that if we put it in our heads, 
it'll just go away. But you don't realize that things that are happening are coming from the lack thereof. So if you want something to happen, you definitely have to act towards it. So if you're having a bad day and you're just so in your thoughts and so negative about it and you're not trying to change it internally and externally, you're going to stick with that. So just a quick story before I bring our first guest of season two on. Um, last year, and I shared this on my Instagram, or maybe not not exactly last year, probably like 2016, 2017, I started following Coriel on Instagram and she was an entrepreneur. You know, I started entrepreneurship in 2015. So I was super, super inspired, like definitely obsessed with her entrepreneurial ways. And I just was like thinking like, I have to have her at the brunch. She's going to speak at my brunch. It's going to happen. I didn't know what brunch. I just wanted that to happen. So I moved to Atlanta, as you all know. Before I moved to Atlanta, I had the brunches. We already know this. While I moved to Atlanta, mind you, I'm here now, loving it. Everything is good. Three months out is my brunch. But a lot of people didn't know, Coriel had already agreed to do my brunch in the same year that I had put that in my mind. I was just preparing myself. I was, you know, getting the content together from the previous brunch to send her team to get her at the brunch. So I reached out for the 2018 brunch and she agreed. So here we are, like I said, in 2018, I'm loving Atlanta, living life. The brunch is just like two months out. Everything's going great. So we had the brunch, you know, everything happened. Unfortunately, Coriel wasn't able to speak because it was raining. The streets were blocked off and it was a St. Patrick's Day parade. And I had no idea that St. Patrick's Day was such a big thing in Atlanta because it's a little bit different in the DMV. So she didn't get to speak, unfortunately, but she agreed, you know, she was super, super sad that things didn't work out. So we kind of left it at that. Later that summer, I get an email from one of her team members, and they're like, hey, we love to invite you to work Pray Slay. It's one of the baddest and most influential women, working women in Atlanta, X, Y, and Z. We want you to come do media coverage. We want you to do this. We want you to do that. So I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm being invited to work Pray Slay. Now, keep in mind, I also had already known about work Pray Slay, of course, from following her. And again, I'm not in Atlanta at that time, so I didn't make that when I was like, okay, you know, I don't really have the money right now, like I said, at that time, to come catch up, like, to attend a conference and all that, like, everything that came with it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to attend this conference one day, so I have to start planning for it. So I did my research to see how much a flight to Atlanta was. Again, this was before I moved here. I'm doing all the research. I'm looking at the ticket sales and everything, the ticket prices, I'm sorry. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Got it. I know what I need to do. So in my mind, I had the plan and everything. I just had to manifest working, you know, towards it, get it manifested. So like I said, summer 2018, they reached out to me to ask me to come as an influencer. So I'm like, yes, 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 a thousand times yes, right? So I attend as an influencer. Everything is great. Coriel and I in the process, you know, we're building a relationship. Everything is cool. Life is life. That Sunday at Work Lay, which is the closing day, it's a four-day conference, she releases her work magazine, the first edition. So I'm looking through it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this magazine is so bomb. Love it. Like when I say love it, I'm just like, this is everything. Just knowing, actually knowing someone that has a magazine that has created it. And we know that it's going to probably skyrocket, which it did. It went international after like a day. So progressing forward, that was November, probably like the end of November, early December, I'll say the work magazine reached out to me asking to feature me. Keep in mind, I was so, no keep on y'all to keep in mind because it's a lot of keep in mind moments. You have to just keep thinking about how this played out. I'm like, oh my gosh, so dope. <laughs> I have to be in this magazine one day. So I'm reading the stories of the women who are in there that they were featured. I'm like, okay, 
Milan, you got to step your ish up, okay? So, you know, I'm just like, just just give it time. You just got to build towards it. So I know it may not happen tomorrow, but I know that I'm going harder at what I do. Little did I know God's plans were different. Three weeks later, almost a month later, I'm being reached out to you because they want to feature me as one of the top 10 working women. Like, to watch. When I say... I cried like a little baby because it was such an honor to have been thought of and to know that I'm saying, well, I got to keep working and doing this, this, that, and the third. They were already watching. They were already watching. So, but that doesn't mean slow down because people are watching and you get a little bit of recognition, you know? So fast forward in 2019, here we are. uh, I'm going to say like the mid spring almost summer-ish time, workplace day, they put out their speakers call, I apply instantly, right? Long story short, of course, your girl got the speaking engagement. Now, I'm not going to say of course like that, but I say of course because I worked for it. I had a workshop that they were looking for. I had already put the work in prior to. I just had to now finish selling it. And I'm a publicist, so that's my job, to pitch myself at the end of the day to sell that product. So they loved it, became a speaker. Probably a couple weeks after that, Coriel was like, you know, I definitely want us to have lunch and let's meet up and stuff. So in that, we decided that, you know, we were a great fit for each other in what she was looking for. And I became her publicist and the um, publicist for Workplace Life. And here we are. On November 13th, this is the day that you're listening to this episode, I have went through my first four-day workplace day conference. And can I say, I am full and I'm super excited to manifest more things. I just have to keep my mindset on the course. But enough about me. We're going to take a break because I know you guys are tired of hearing me talking. You want to know who the guest is. Sit back, relax. You already know the drill wherever you are, in your car, in the gym, laying in bed, listening to your bossiest friend. Enjoy this episode and take your notes because I promise this is going to be an episode that you don't want to ever, ever forget. And I'll be back. I'm independent, got my own. And I'm so bossy. And I'm, and I'm so bossy. And we're back. So today I have a really, really special guest. It's crazy. I knew her before I knew her. I followed her on Instagram. I had seen a couple of people mention her. You know, when your work is great and you're doing amazing things, people will mention you. So I had seen her, followed her. We ended up in Forbes the Culture together. How ironic is that? I actually reached out to her in regards to Workplace Play for a sponsorship. And now I consider her like a mentor. She's so amazing with all the things that she's trying to do in the corporate realm. And, you know, that says a lot, especially when you're an entrepreneur. You Everybody expects you to look at other entrepreneurs as mentors, as motivation, as inspiration. But in this case, it's completely different. And you'll hear why, because I have Miss Lily Doxy with me. Lily, how are you? I am great. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for considering. I know you are super busy, so it's an honor to have you on your bossiest friend of podcast. So out of all the episodes that I have done in season one, I always allow my guests to brag on themselves. It's so easy for me to pick up a bio and read it, but it's so different when we hear you guys, you know, talk about yourselves, tell your accomplishments, just so we can hear about you from you. So tell the bossy friends who you are. Okay, so I am Lily, as you heard, I am from New Jersey, born and raised. Um, I'm a graduate of D 
the Howard University, HU, you know, the real HU, not Harvard, not Hampton, but Howard. Um, I have a degree in communications from Howard, and I also got my master's of business education from St. Peter's in New Jersey. I also did a certification in digital marketing from Rutgers as well. Um, I worked previously for Verizon for about 12 years, a very long time, and um, I just recently moved over to American Express. Wow. How was that transition? I know we briefly talked about it, and I want you to talk about it as much as you can, of course, the transition, not the situation, but the transition, because you're somewhere for 12 years, like you really had to mentally prepare to do such a transition. Yeah, I, 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 I was actually really scared to do it because if you're somewhere for 12 years, it's like you've grown up there. So I essentially started working there like right after undergrad. And I've met so many people there, met so many, had so many relationships there, got to do so many things there. And just um, having to leave, it's almost like a breakup, like a divorce. I'm like, dang, how am I going to do this? I had to really think hard to see if this was something I was really going to do. Because after you put in 12 years of work, it's almost like, do I really want to leave? Or is it something that's going to be better for me? You got to, it's, it's a real, like, it's a real thing. I never thought about leaving until recently this year. And um the opportunity that I was given just was one thing that I needed to do. Um, I had to really pray about it because I had to make sure that this was something I was really going to transition to um, in terms of what I do in marketing. So I wanted to be a little more well-rounded with what I do in marketing. And I didn't think I would get that unless I started changing to different industries. Um, while Horizon is great, they're one type of industry. American Express is a completely different one. And I want to see how marketing works in different roles. So um for me to make that decision was really tough, but I did it and it worked out. Absolutely. So let's talk um, a little bit more about the things that you inspire and inspire to do with your career to, with the community, because I know that's a really, really big thing for you. And again, that yeah. takes a certain type of mindset when you're working in corporate America and trying to implement that in a higher sense for something that you are focused on. Right, exactly. So at when I was uh, doing my event series that I was doing before with Verizon, um, I got to meet so many small business owners, so many entrepreneurs who did so many great things in um, all over the country, kind of, because once I started posting it on Instagram, people would just connect with me and I can see so many different um, small business owners. And a lot of the people that I asked to be a part of it were people I followed for a long time and kind of knew their story because I literally saw them grow from maybe a couple hundred followers to like a massive amount of followers. So these are people that I knew had a real story to give. So when I would do these events, I wanted to pick people who I actually knew could tell a true story and not just like, oh, I posted a picture and I got a bajillion followers and everybody bought my t-shirt because I know that's not how entrepreneurship works. So I wanted to be able to show real stories on a platform um, where people can actually kind of promote their business, but still give a give a way for the people who do follow them to kind of get more insight into their life. Um, and what kind of took it a step further was when I would reach out to people, it would just end up being a lot of black entrepreneurs. I would reach out to all kinds, but it seemed that more black women and black men would reach back to me and actually answer my email after I send it to them. I would tell them the whole premise and sometimes I would never get an answer back, but everyone who answered me back just happened to be a black woman or a black man. And it just so happened to work the series out that way that it just ended up being so um, minority focused. And because of that, people would just come out in droves and they would just love the movement that I was doing. And from there, it just became almost like a passion of mine to really 
help small business owners and entrepreneurs who are in my community get that kind of extra shine that they might not have gotten from anywhere else. Absolutely. So have you ever considered being an entrepreneur? Was that ever a thought for you? I actually am. I do actually have a small business. I haven't been doing as much because it's so hard to do both with a, a actual corporate job and a side hustle, but I do actually have a business where I do teach people how to make their sponsorship decks for events or projects to kind of make sure that they understand what to approach a corporation with if they want to seek that type of sponsorship. Oh, wow. Okay. So when it comes down to seeking corporate sponsorship, because you know, that's the, that's mm-hmm. the thing for small businesses. Like we want those corporate coins and we talk yes. about so much doing workplace play weekend. Like when you're reaching out for corporate contracts, not necessarily sponsorship, but like corporate contracts, how you want to have certain certifications if you're reaching out for certain things. So when it comes down mm-hmm. to reaching out, um, to corporate for sponsorships, what is one key thing that you would say is important? And then we'll switch gears back to our original conversation. One of my key things is probably seeing a sponsorship deck. And the reason being is that I'll be able to kind of see everything in one shot. So that way, if I wanted to sponsor it, I could know just from that deck, I can say yes or no, or it'll give me a little more of a business case to go to leadership and say, hey, maybe we should participate in this event at this level because of this. If you give me enough information in there, know who I have to contact, what sponsorship levels you have or what you can possibly offer, I most likely can get back an email or I can ask um, leadership and see what they might be willing to do just based on what it is. Um, Because sometimes people forget that corporations aren't necessarily just looking for a tax write-off because if it doesn't hit their bottom line, it might not be as easy of a play for them as if it's something that directs to an audience that they're trying to reach or audience that they already are reaching and want to make more impact on there. So um, I think being able to give corporations an easy return on investment or easy visual way of seeing their return on investment is the best way to do it. Absolutely. I didn't mean to jump off gears like that, but that's a question. No, it's okay. Yeah, that's all. You know, it's, it's as often, and I could, I know they would have killed me if that you heard, they heard you say that, and I just would have been like, okay, great. <laughs> 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 so I definitely just wanted to touch on that. So guys, you heard her. You know, she's a small business, and that's what she specializes in. So if you are looking for those corporate, you know, partnerships, reach out and contract her service because that is something that is important to small businesses and especially for events. So make sure you guys contact Lily on that note. But going back to our original conversation about um, manifesting your mindset. So I'm going to share a quick story um, about when I was, I've it's not even a quick story. It's more so many of times this is, that this has happened. So it was, it's been times where I've been like so frustrated over little things. And I think we all can contest to that. Like it's so bad because once you come off that hiatus of being so frustrated you're kind of like this was so stupid like I really wasted six hours out of the day being frustrated about this you know so I've been in situations where I'm flustered frustrated aggravated annoyed in pure agony in the sermon and I know y'all are probably like you're being dramatic but that's just how (laughs) I (laughs) that's just how I felt but I and I want y'all to listen really closely on this in the times of me being frustrated, annoyed, and all of those things, I was ignoring the signs God was sending me to leave whatever that was where it was at. So, example, I know you guys heard me talk about my nose ring. 
I was in the shower one day. I was rushing to do something. And this is after I had an amazing morning with the um, elderly woman that I told you guys that I made friends with. I don't, Lily, I know you don't know about this, but it's the elderly woman that I met um, about two and a half months ago. No, my birthday, right after my birthday. And that's in September. So I was coming home and I had to go across the street because I needed the dolly to transport the stuff from my car to my apartment from my birthday weekend, right? And she's walking and she's going to Publix. Mind you, this is an 83-year-old woman. So she's walking with her walker, going to Publix. And she asked me, um, where was the bank? Because she was going in that direction. She was going to Publix because she thought it was the bank over there. But the bank that she was referring to actually was like seven minutes down the street, which was a 43-minute walk. But keep in mind, this is an elderly woman in her 80s with a walker. So you guys do the math on how long a walk that really was. (laughs) You know, and I'm just like, no, ma'am, you can't walk there. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, no, 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 you can't walk there. So in short, we exchanged information and I actually picked her up the next day, 10 o'clock in the morning. Michael, she doesn't have a cell phone. She doesn't have anything but a house phone and she's hard of hearing. So she has a telecommunications phone. So all she had to go off was my word, right? Like she had no idea if I was going to pick her up. She couldn't call me anything. So there she is and I pull up at 959 sitting outside waiting for me. Progressing for amazing, right? Like it really warmed my heart. And I'm such a cry baby. Like I'm pulling up on the phone with my mom and I'm starting to cry because it's just the thought that <laughs> you know, it's just the thought that it's some people in the world that would tell somebody they're gonna do something just to get them off their back and would leave them. Right. You know, so it brought tears in my eyes and I'm just so emotional over it. So fast forwarding through our story, me and her I haven't heard from her in like two weeks or so. And I have to call again to check on her because I keep calling and she's not answering. So I'm getting a little worried. But um, every we were doing something every Tuesday at this point. Tuesday was our thing. I had prayer call in the morning. And then right after that, I'm getting up and going straight to her. Um, so I say that to say that one day I had to help her out because she was a little confused on the changes that they made for their rent. And it was like a whole thing. But I was going to be late for an appointment. So I run in the house like I'm rushing, you know, taking a shower. So I don't know exactly when the nose ring fell out. Now keep this in mind. I've had the same nose ring for six years. Ooh. Right. So it's basically permanently attached to my face at this point. <laughs> so I had the same nose ring for six years. For six years, so I go to my car. I'm rushing. My job in a rush, like sprinting to my car, getting there, and I'm driving. And I look in my rearview mirror, and my nose ring is gone. So I'm like, okay, it's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go do what I have to do. Then I'm gonna stop past whatever mall and get it. But of course, something that's been in my life for six years, this clearly has put me in what complete and utter frustration. I'm like driving. I'm like, I'm like, hell no, I can't do this. I need my nose ring. So I whip a U-turn, go back to my house, and I'm, like, trying to retrace my steps. But, of course, you guys know how small a nose ring is. I literally am on the ground, like, moving my carpet around, like, trying to find it, looking in the bathroom, and it's literally not there. So I'm super, super frustrated. Like, at this point in time, my whole day is ruined. In my mind, my nose ring is going to close up. I'm just going to have to get it repaired. I'm going to get a keloid at this point. Like, my whole life is just, like, in shame. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I completely ignored that one sign. The first thing that I did when I looked was look at my rearview mirror. And your rearview mirror shows you what? What's behind you? Behind you. You heard Lily, say it again. It's what? Everything behind you. Everything behind you. But I ignored it and did what? Turned around to go back to something that was now behind me. Hmm. And again, that was something I had an attachment for six years. 
it was on my nose. That was my nose ring. It was super cute. You saw it. Now I got this little flat one that I have to keep moving so it don't get stuck in my nose because I haven't been and got a new one. But I was so frustrated. But God placed, I could have did anything. I could have touched my nose and realized it was on, but he intentionally had me looking at rearview mirror for a reason. But I ignored that message because I thought that that problem was so much bigger than anything else that could have been surrounding me, you know? And then I had a prayer call that morning. I had just spent, you know, a good couple of hours with the elderly woman that I met, my friend, I'm gonna call her my friend, my friend, you know, everything was fine. So why did I allow that one moment to determine a whole, what, hour of my life? Hmm. So I say that to say, I let not the situation ruin my day, but I allowed my mindset. Mm. And we are so quick to blame a situation for ruining the day and anything, but you never once thought to think, maybe if I would have changed my mindset that day or that moment or that thing could have been better. Right. Absolutely. But they don't hear me. But they don't, they're not listening now. They don't hear. So let's talk about a time where you've had that, where you were like, Lily, seriously, and hours later, how was that? Like, what situation was that? And in that situation, what should or could you have done differently? I think for me, when I don't fully know something or I feel like I'm not fully addressed on a certain thing, I feel like everything's all messed up and everything's like the world's going to end. So let's say it's for an event or something. I don't know exactly what's going on. I feel like it's all going to mess up and I'm like stressed out. But the one thing is people don't realize that when I do events, I look really calm, but inside I'm like screaming. So everyone thinks like, hey, everything's good. But I'm like, oh my God, I got in my head. I'm like, this is wrong, this is wrong. I don't know what's happening to this. And it's really fine, but I always second guess myself a lot when it comes to that kind of thing. I've had it, I've had that happen to me for a couple of events that I've done where I, I felt like it was going to be good, but something about me just looking like, like you just said, like looking back at things that I probably shouldn't have looked at, it made me feel like I was not prepared to do this event at all, or it was not going to go off the way it should have. And I, that's something I still work and deal with because it's just like not having full knowledge of something really sets me back. And even though people are like, well, you can't know, you just got here or you can't know because you didn't do it. It still like makes me feel like I'm not reaching that level of excellence where I should be. And um, I have to learn to just kind of be new. Um, my actually my director told me that he's like, it's okay to be new. Like you just got here. You can only be new once. So take advantage of being new. So that's one thing I've been kind of like, I guess drilling into my own mind about, okay, if you're new to a situation, embrace being new, ask the questions, um, meet as many people as you can because you only get a chance to be new once. So um, I've been working on it. I've gotten better, but it's just still something that I just kind of, always do and it's always something that's like in the back of my mind always like oh you don't know this you don't know this you don't know this and I feel like I can't speak intelligently if I don't fully know something so um, I'm just trying to embrace the mindset of being actually new to something or being not all knowing about everything because I won't know everything I just have to get over that and kind of deal with it a different way absolutely and you said that key point at the end Figure out how to deal with it in a different way. But in frustration and moments of discernment, as, as we feel like it is, you don't take the oh time to, to figure out how to deal with it in a different way. Right. 
Right. You, I so learned to just like get quiet. Mm. I think when we talk too much or we just like almost like complain about it a lot, we miss a message. So I try to really get quiet because when I get quiet, I can hear better in in all kind of ways. So if I just kind of back off and kind of just stop for a second, I get better at that. Absolutely. I think that is a great tool and a great takeaway. I have learned to do that. Just stop. Like, stop moving so fast. Mm-hmm. Stop. Look at the right. situation. <laughs> you know, because when that happens, like when that nose ring was gone, I'm like, oh my God, where's my nose ring? <laughs> but, and then it's like, y'all, like in that story, that story is actually very stupid. Like, and I can honestly say that now because how many places have a nose ring that I could have just literally went and bought another one? Right. Because in hindsight, you're like, okay, so I was freaking out for what? Exactly. And a nose ring is all of what, $9? And I was over here. I, first of all, I wasted the gas turning around. That's the first thing. <laughs> I could have <laughs> saved that to go get a nose ring. <laughs> but at that time, like I said, I was so frustrated. But I just, never, I didn't even take the second to just be like, okay, girl, it's a nose ring. Like, your health is fine. Your car is functioning. You are on the way. God has blessed this day. Keep pushing. But it was just so frustrating. So with that, as you guys heard, I do have um, positive thoughts outside of those frustrating moments where I have manifested a lot of things in my life, workplace life being one. Lily, when when was a time in your career or just in life period when you put something in your mind and you manifested it. Like, let's talk about that process. Cause I know mm-hmm. when you thought about it, you had to work for it. So let's talk about it. Cause a lot of these bossy friends think that you can just think it and it just happens. Girl, no. So when I actually, when I thought about my career change, um, I never thought I would leave. And when I finally started thinking, okay, you need to expand where you are because where you are might not be big enough for where you need to go. So I had to really like, think about it. Like if I'm gonna leave, I can't like half step. So if I'm gonna leave a corporation as big as Verizon, where am I gonna go next that's going to be better or equal? I can't just leave and like do nothing. So in my head, I'm like, what kind of, what would I wanna do first off? And where would I be most comfortable? Because I'm, what, how am I? I'm 34 now. So at this point, I think in my 20s, if I was like, maybe if I was in my 20s now, I would have done more of the bouncing around like a lot more younger people do. Um, I kind of regret not doing that. But I probably would have bounced around more in jobs. But at 34, I'm like, I have a defined set of what I want out of something and what I need to, to have to actually succeed in what I do in, in work. So I knew what type of... Um, company I wanted to go to, not necessarily industry, but I wanted to feel to be a certain way. I wanted to make sure I was in a diverse environment. I wanted to make sure I was in an environment where people are welcoming. I wanted to make sure I was in an environment where I could um, move up the ladder and I can still make an impact with my community as well as do well in corporate. So when doing that, I had to kind of like brainstorm, put those qualities of where I wanted to go of the type of environment I needed to be, and then think of different companies at that same level that might have that kind of um, environment that I ha- that I want. So that took research, that took a lot of praying because I really didn't know where I would go and if I was gonna go. It was really, um, it was really just a thing I had to like think about for a while. And then when I actually like tried it and applied, it went really, really fast. Like 
it went faster than I even expected. I wasn't prepared to even resign. I never resigned from a job. So I was like, how do I even do this? I was asking my friends, like, so what do you say? Like, do you say bye? Like, what? But um, it happened so fast. And I think it happened that way because, one, I think God wanted it to happen in that way. And I kind of prepared myself for it from the beginning, thinking of what type of place I needed to be, not necessarily the company I needed to be in. Absolutely. And Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Speak and you will find. Mm -hmm. Knock and it will be opened to you. And that's exactly what you just did, what you did with your career. Like you asked for it because you knew what you wanted to do. You you sought out those different levels in your career. You found what you wanted to do. And then you knocked at that door with no hesitation because clearly you went from 12 (laughs) years now Amex and everybody dreams of having an Amex. Okay. Right, right. People working for credit good for Amex. <laughs> like, they won't work to get credit good for anything else. But if you tell them they can get an Amex with a certain credit score, they shall work and they will work. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is so funny. So, yeah, so that is definitely what you did. So, I want my bossy friends to take this in and really consider this because in the next um week you will be able to pre-order and lily actually gets it before you guys so i'm sorry but she is the first person well second person because mm-hmm. i actually gave her one of my season birthday clowns but she's the second person but the first person to actually have the actual printed copy that we're going to be selling of the man uh, manifest your mindset activity journal so i had to give it to lily first like i said so i'm sorry guys like she over there teasing y'all but i had to give it to her first because she's the first person to join me on this journey and this is a, a true journey because i think in this i'm testing myself and my mindset because i'm a strong believer in practicing what you preach yeah so in this if i do have bad days where i allowed my mindset to overcome the bigger picture and I wasn't able to manifest it outside of that, I'm going to let you guys know because that is what it's about. In order to succeed, in order to go the places that God has designed for us, we have to have a certain mindset and we have to manifest it. You know, he's given us everything that we need. He's always there, even when you may feel that he's not, you know, so it's up to us to now put forth that effort because the effort has been put in by him and will always be put in. And it's always up to us to meet that, you know, meet him there. And I know a lot of us struggle with that. So that's why I created manifest your mindset because I want us all to have positive mindsets. I want us all to embrace the word of God in the best ways possible, no matter what point you are in your life. And like I said, that comes from your mindset. And that's what also leads to success. You can't have success and have a crappy mindset. Like, how are you successful when your mindset is crappy? What the hell have you manifested? <laughs> you have nothing good to say. <laughs> so that is what I'm super excited to share with you guys. So before we close the episode out, Lily, I want to know, like, this week, like, this upcoming week, what are you manifesting to happen? This week, I'm actually manifesting to happen, um, there's a couple of things that I want to do besides just being in corporate. I want to actually um, connect a lot of creatives who are in corporate together. I want to have a lot of, um, I want to do more events that I was doing with Verizon, but maybe on my own. So I'm manifesting this meeting that I'm having uh, this coming Tuesday to make sure that it goes well, because I really want to be able to have that network where I can do 
um, even greater than I was doing before with the community and make sure I can give back to my people. Absolutely. Well, we're going to put a prayer up for you. I hope that everything goes well. I'm super excited. I'll definitely check in and see um, how it goes. So that's the part of the activity journal. So that is in there. So then in the activity journal, you'll also get to write down how, about how you felt. So Lily, how did you feel today and what could have been better or what could you have done better in today? Um, well, today's Sunday. So since it's Sunday, it's my church day. Um, these are probably probably my best day of the week because I don't know. I don't know if I've ever told you, but I am a pastor's kid. Both of my parents are pastors. So um, church has always been in my life since I was born. I almost was actually born in church. So um, I I get a good, I always like opening my Sundays because I always have like time with God and really time to pray and worship. Um, those are the things I love doing on Sundays. Um, what I wish I probably did better today was probably some um pre-work for work this week because I wanted to get ahead of the game, but I didn't do that. So <laughs> that's something I wish I would have done. <laughs> oh, well, good. You don't make me feel bad then because I was thinking about how tired I am. I'm just like, in my, look, in my mind, <laughs> my mind is you need to work, you need to do this, you know, you have to get this done. Now, will I put forth the effort to manifest that is the question. <laughs> Right, right. I'm super, super tired. <laughs> like, I'm, like, exhausted, but I know that I do need to get it, so I will probably do that. Like I said, practice what you preach. So if that is what I have to do, then that is what I have to do. So since it is Sunday, in the um, Manifest Your Mindset Activity Journal, we do self-reflection. So it's called Sunday Reflection. So, Lily, I want you to give yourself a shout-out for something that you get great this week, something that you won this week, and give yourself thanks for something. Something that I did great this week. Um, I actually did one of my first uh, presentations on my new in my new role. Um, kind of on this new, the new platform that we're doing. I've never done any of this before. So um, when I tell you that this job was given to me by God, it was. Um, I've never done it before, but I did have success with my first, um, my first presentation with that. Uh, what was the other one? It was, it was. Um, um, so that was kind of what you did great at, and I guess that's something that you wanted, and then you want to give yourself uh -huh. thanks for something. Thanks. Um, I want to give myself thanks for actually giving being better at giving myself grace to mess up or to not do, not be at the top of the list every single time. Um, I haven't been good at giving myself grace when I don't know something like I was saying, or when I feel like I'm behind. Um, and I'm this week, I did better at giving myself some grace for that. So okay. Yes, thank you. I, it's super important to thank yourself. Um, one of my friends, Letitia, she taught me a few years ago that you have to be kind to yourself, right? So mm -hmm. in that, that is always persuading me and, and pushed me to be kind to myself. But then I was like, okay, I'm kind to myself, but I don't ever thank myself for anything. You know, like I'm kind, like by taking a nap, like that's kind to yourself, but I never thank myself. Like, Lauren, thank you so much for just always sticking true to being you. No matter how hard entrepreneurship has gotten, no matter how many times you think you may or you should conform to what's happening just to follow a trend that, you know, fit in. Thank you for sticking to yourself. So I want you guys to always thank yourself for something. And that is another part of the Manifest Your Mindset Activity Journal. Every Sunday you have the self-reflection and you have to thank yourself for something because I think that is a huge part in manifesting your mindset. I agree. That's, that's, I never even thought about that, but that's, that's perfect. 
Thank you. So see, the journal is going to be a success. I can't wait for you to get it in your hands uh, and actually start using it. And I want to definitely know how it helps you because it is, like I said, an activity journal and you fill it out um, every day up until Sunday. And the, and the best part about it is it's pocket size. Like you can not pocket, like pocket, pocket, but like pocketbook size. So you can put it in your pocketbook and just keep it going. It's not, yeah, you know, it's not too big. It's definitely travel size. I didn't want anything that was kind of like as large as a notebook because I know sometimes I hate carrying around all my notebooks and it's super lightweight. So it's not going to be a heavy addition to your purse. So, and I know us women have like our whole lives in our purse. Like you could probably find dental flaws in our purse, including that. Yep. <laughs> we have so many things. So make sure you guys add that to my make sure it's in my purse um checklist because you never know when it's the moment where you want to write something down and that's what this is for. So Lily, I thank you so much for joining your bossiest friend and chilling with the bossy friends this week. I hope that you enjoy the episode. I hope your followers enjoy the episode when it airs. So yes, thank you so so much. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm definitely going to have to bring you back again for our season three. I can't tell you guys what season three is yet, but season three is it's a season. If you, can, if you can't tell by now, the seasons are unfolding things. So like I said, season one was sacrifices and unsold secrets. This one is manifest your mindset. So y'all see how we're going? We're growing. Ooh. This is a growing podcast. This podcast has been designed for growth. I'm trying to grow with y'all. Uh, <laughs> Lily's like, I see what you're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> but before I let Lily go, guys, Lily, tell them where they can follow you and support anything that you're doing. Sure. So my regular Instagram is Lily Doxy, L-I-L-Y-D-O-X-Y. Um, I'm also on Twitter sometimes, L-I-L-Y-D-O-X-Y <laughs> also. Uh, if you want to check out my business Instagram, it's called the Eve Brand, T-H-E-E-V-E-B-R-A-N-D underscore. Um, don't shoot me because I, was, I have not updated as much as I should, but I'm getting back. So just keep out for that. And you heard it, guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget, like I said, this episode is dropping on November 13th. So if you're listening to it, it is November 13th right now, which means the Mogul Talks Houston is on November 16th. So you still have time to get your tickets if you already haven't grabbed it, but you don't have too much time because if it's the 13th, that means they're closing tomorrow. See how I did that? <laughs> Made you think you had a lot of time and you don't. So grab your tickets and stop playing around. You don't want to miss the Mogul Talks Tour in Houston. And if you are in New York City or in the surrounding area, then you don't want to miss uh, Mogul Talks New York City, which is on November 23rd. Now, you do have time to grab that ticket, but don't wait too long because we had to add more seats because seats were selling out. So make sure you guys grab that and stop playing around. If you are trying to expand and you're tired of small talk, then you need to attend Mogul Talks because that is all we talk when we are there. We have mobile conversations and mobile conversations talk about financing, branding, exit strategies for your nine to fives, extra strategies out of a bad business venture, any type of strategy that you can think of. It happens when we are in there talking with moguls. OK, so like I said, I will see you guys in Houston and in New York in the next couple of days and weeks. I'm signing out. It is your bossiest friend, Milan Mobley. And of course, that is T-H-E-E-M-I-L-A-N-M-O-B-L-E-Y on Instagram and Twitter. And make sure you guys let everyone know that you can find your bossiest friend, the podcast 
on um, Apple Music, Anchor, Spotify, Google Break, Google Play, Radio Break, and all those amazing platforms, except SoundCloud, because like I told y'all, I'm not paying SoundCloud that fee when I have Anchor, the number one hosting podcast, and you already know this, man. So until next time, guys, hugs and kisses from your bossiest friend. And I'm so bossy, and I'm, and I'm so bossy, so bossy.